the Pension and Investment Provider Awards for 2022 are here. The Pippers, which are now in their 23rd year, celebrate the companies contributing to a better retirement for today's occupational pension savers. We're looking for the best and brightest in the industry to submit to our Scheme Services and Investment Services Provider Awards. In doing these awards, along with our Guides to Good Pensions, Pensions Expert researches, evaluates and recognises the performance and quality of service provided by financial services companies, serving pension fund trustees and sponsors. It will be scrutinised by an experienced panel of pension industry leaders, supported by collaboration with data providers to deliver recommendations that pension decision makers can trust. My name is Alex Janio. I'm the Deputy Editor of Pensions Expert magazine. And today we're going to hear from two of our judges, Danielle Markham from Barnet Waddingham and Simon Q from Taneo, who are going to give you some tips on how to get the best out of your entry and maximise your chances of winning. And then we're going to speak to Steve Budge from LCP, who cleaned up at last year's awards. So, Danielle, first of all, what do you like most about judging these awards? Oh, question. Um, it's really interesting to see all the different submissions, to be honest. You know, the, what we've seen is quite a broad range of different ways of approaching the submission. So it's interesting to sort of compare those. What makes it more enjoyable is when it's nice and, you know, in terms of tips for, for thinking about that, when it's nice and clearly laid out, you know, that sort of makes my life easier. Yeah, that would be one tip. And discussing with the other judges as well and sort of hearing different views because, you know, there is a panel of us. It's not just me. And, you know, sort of having that debate about what makes a good submission is is really interesting. And those different perspectives, whether it's an investment consultant like myself, a different consultant within the industry from a different company, an independent trustee, you know, they'll all have different experiences of of each of the providers and, uh, and different views on the submissions that come through. Yeah, it's great having the brightest and the best of the pensions industry in a room judging their peers. Uh, Simon, <laughs> you've got fond memories of judging Pippers, don't you? I'll make that seven. Uh, is this your seventh year of doing it? I think it is. It's really good of you to to keep asking me back. Yeah, I mean, why do you keep accepting my invitation to, to be a judge? It really is good fun. It's great to understand what's happening in the industry. Whilst we keep on top of the news in the pensions world, not least uh, thanks to Pensions Expert, but it's it's really good to understand from the entrants themselves what they've been doing, what their specific roles were within these large transactions that we that we see publicised. Uh, so that's great. Also meeting up with uh, with fellow judges as well. There's good discussion. I mean, it really is a robust discussion when we're going through these these entries. And as, as Daniel rightly said, it's not just a judge makes a decision. Uh, there's usually two or three judges that have each category, and then that goes to the room. So there, there is really a, a strong discussion and debate, and it's not unheard of for me to change my position whilst taking into, into the views of the other judges. We have 13 categories in the investment services section of the awards this year and 11 prizes to be won in the scheme services section. So, Danielle, what specifically are you looking for from our entrance this year? So I'd say, you know, a clear submission, clearly setting out the ways that the managers have added value. Yeah, they're the three key topics that, that most of the areas need to cover, whether, you know, performance is one of the, the key ones. And, you know, we like to see that sort of stated clearly that we can pinpoint to. And, you know, in a year of very strong performance on a lot of growth assets, it'll be interesting to see sort of differences in, in how managers have, you know, the different performance that's coming through. Um, obviously, that's more relevant for some asset classes than others so you know think making that relevant and thinking not just about the headline return number you know what are the other risks that have been managed what are the opportunities that have been accessed in order to get that performance um, and to see that explained rather than just lots of numbers on a page is useful 
Secondly, sort of the client service area, you know, that's one where pinpointing some examples can be useful. You know, just very high level description doesn't really come to life much for it. If they can say, you know, this is the way we've added value for clients and given some some real life examples that can work well. And then finally, on the, the innovation topic being you know, a pretty key one, actually bringing that to life with innovative things that they've been doing, but not just talking about that uh, again at a high level, but talking about how that's actually benefited clients and helped them to meet their objectives. So actually, sometimes you know, we see all of these things, but not really be able to sort of go into any depth on any of them. I, what I prefer to see is actually, it might not be that initial idea that's just that sort of come up with. Once that's sort of been developed over a year or two, they've actually started to get traction with clients and actually being able to demonstrate that that has been useful and clients have invested is what we like to see. You know, some things that perhaps we don't like to see, um, thinking about performance, you know, missing numbers and, you know, if they've purposely, you know, you might think, why, ask the question, you know, why, why isn't that there? And that can be a bit of a red flag. Um, and yeah, sort of high level commentary without sort of evidence backing it up. ESG is you know, obviously another really key area. And again, that's an example where we like to see solid evidence rather than what we might call greenwashing and just talking on more general terms. Thanks. And, and Simon, on the scheme services side of things, any tips and tricks, uh, you know, perhaps ways that can cut through to judges beyond. I mean, at that point, you, the Daniel made on greenwashing, I think was quite interesting. And generally, you might see every now and then from entrance sort of fluff rather than kind of actually directly taking tackling the question. What are your golden tips? Uh, I think my overarching tip would be have a reason for entering. If, if you're just entering for the sake of entering, it's not going to win you an award because there are plenty that are entering because they've done something that's tangible and they can evidence it. And I know Danielle's looking at it from the investment side, but from the scheme services side, it's exactly the same. A sweeping statement needs to be backed up. There's got to be evidence. There's got to be proof. There's got to be numbers behind it. And just by saying, well, we've recruited X number of people. I mean, that's great. It demonstrates growth uh, and that's a positive sign, but that alone does not demonstrate success. It's why are you doing that? I mean, what's the revenue per capita it could be? What are your clients saying about that? So how is that better servicing clients? Those are the sorts of things we're looking for. But ultimately, yeah, it is. Have a reason for entering and, and then evidence why you're entering. Well, I hope you found that useful, both from Simon and Danielle. And we're now joined by Steve Budge from LCP. Uh, LCP, of course, cleaned up at last year's PIPRA Awards, winning, uh, by my count, the Actuarial Consultant Award, the Employee Benefits category, and being commended as third-party administrators in the de-risking consultant category and the Covenant Review Provider. Thanks very much for taking the time to join us, Steve. How are you doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. Thanks for having me join today. Brilliant. Well, uh, perhaps you could talk us through kind of the awards that you worked on last year. Uh, which categories did you work on? Yeah, we, I say we, we do um, focus on a number of different categories here at, at LCB, just covering the, the broad range of services. But um, we're able to kind of hand them out to different parts of the business, given their focus. So my focus was very much around the employee benefits uh, submission and, uh, and just that one for, for last year. Sure. And perhaps you could talk us through uh, your method. It's yeah. I always think uh, the awards is, is a fascinating kind of exercise because you really get a chance to kind of uh, look back and you know, see you know what what things have you done and which you're proud of and you know how have you supported clients you know how have you kind of engaged in the market and and those kind of things. So we actually try and keep track of suggestions, ideas uh, during the year because we know that these are going to come up quite frequently in terms of putting together submissions for awards. So it's actually a process that we try and collate. 
and keep on top of it. I know it's a very hard thing to kind mm. of keep going, but um, rather than having to do it once a year and just look back, we try and do collate um, you know, ideas and then and work it through from there. So I guess the idea then is, is you know, to try and make it also as kind of as measurable as possible. I think, you know, we've spoken to, to judges in the past and, you know, I've, I've sat on these awards before and you can really see the, what the awards are kind of set, really set apart from the others are the ones where you can actually go, right, you've ticked off this box, you've ticked off this box, rather than just simply telling us how brilliant you are. I think I always think the, the way to make it a bit more real and help the judges is to say where there's been specific feedback from clients. So what we try and do is, is link it to, you know, we have a lot of kind of what we call client care meetings throughout the year. And so we do try and just record, you know, the outputs of those, trying to, you know, ask that we can use feedback when necessary. And then it just, as I say, it's a bit more tangible because you can just talk about lots of nice things, but actually the ones that made the difference are when we can quantify it with some feedback um, and, uh, and as you say, measure it in that sense. Great. And, and as the clients go, you know, once you've won these awards, you know, do they really take into account? Is this something that they value from you? I think it's a really positive uh, element to, you know, justifying why they're kind of working with you, but also the ideas that we're taking forward. If they, you know, we can sort of say that this initiative, this idea, or this, uh, you know, has won an award, then um, it just gives them greater confidence that they're doing the right thing. And a lot of the submission is supported by client things, you know, things we've done with clients. So it's helped to, you know, feedback to them that they're doing the right stuff for their members, for their, for their employees, if they then either win an award themselves or we can say, you know, we've won the award based on the work we've done with with you. So I think it's a, a very helpful thing and uh, helps to engage, engage the market particularly. And when you're pitching for new business as well, I mean, do, do these come up? Do these form part of your presentations? We do. Um, they are always you know, front and centre and, you know, we make sure that there's always a, hopefully a chance just to make a, a point about the awards. Um, so it's a very positive aspect of it. But again, it just helps to um, substantiate kind of the work you're doing, that it's been recognised. Um, and obviously the awards are very helpful for that purpose. And I guess, does it also offer you the opportunity to perhaps learn a bit more about your own company, really, both in the way that you operate and, and your colleagues? Yeah, um, I think that is particularly when you're getting into more kind of the, the diversity initiatives um, and those kind of other other areas. And one of the things that we found, particularly through kind of the, the whole COVID experience, is part of our submissions of how we supported our employees as part of um, you know running the business because they obviously engage with our clients and then you know, how we help clients and those kind of things. So yeah, there's plenty kind of different areas, different touch points that help motivate and and support you know around these awards definitely and do you guys have a particular goal for the number of categories you're hoping to win <laughs> i mean obviously you want to take it over take it all right and you know well by looks like you nearly did <laughs> last year but uh, yeah is there any kind of you know objective or is it just kind of let's just let's you know go for it and see what happens I think we look at it on a year-by-year year, uh, mm. basis. I mean, we're, we're keen to do these things and just, again, it kind of connects to clients and, you know, supports the work we are doing, both at an industry level, but say with, with clients specifically. So we focus in on the awards we think is merit to, for aiming for. So it will depend on year, which ones we go for. Sure. And I guess, you know, it's unfortunate the last couple of years have been disruptive, but the awards also offer the opportunity for you to get in a room and meet kind of your peers you know, both direct competitors and also just just the industry and put you know say the best and the brightest in this industry together uh, is that something that you value and will be hoping to look to get back to this year and beyond 
Yeah, definitely. I think um, one of the the fact that we're having to do these award ceremonies and, and things online and and stuff just takes a bit of the glamour away mm. from from that uh, element of it. But you know, I think getting back in a room and, and celebrating t- together, you know, as an industry, you know, what sort of the good things that are happening, the chance to, to engage with peers, but also you know invite clients along, invite um, you know junior staff along, and it helps the industry more broadly, uh, definitely. Sure. Well, we are putting the finishing touches and everything, so keep your, keep your eyes out for that. But uh, Steve, it's been great uh, chatting to you. Uh, thanks very much for your time. We look forward to welcoming your entries again this year and seeing if you can top last year's feat. <laughs> we'll definitely try. Uh, but thank you very much for uh, the opportunity to speak to you. Well, Stanley, that's all we've got time for today. I uh, hope you some very useful tips and insights from our guests. Remember, the deadline for these awards are Friday the 4th of March, and you can access the website at pensions-expert.com slash 2022. My name is Alex Janio. I'm the Deputy Editor at Pensions Expert. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Janio. Until next time. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.